Retro Rebel Gamecast episode 29 is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook and 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash Toddcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Retro Rebel Gamecast. We discuss gaming and related topics for you to listen Retro Rebel is released every week, and you can find this episode and much more by heading to templeofgeek.com, iTunes, or wherever you download your podcasts. If you want to see more from us, you can support us on Patreon at Patreon slash Temple of Geek. You can even find us on Facebook at Temple of Geek for exclusive content and see what else we're up to. My name is Stacy, and with me is my fellow Rebel host, Amanda. What's going on? Hey, girl. Hello. Not much, man. Not much. Not much. Big day, but enough about that. What have you been playing? <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to be honest. I haven't played much in the realm of console this week. I did download the new um, free with gold game that's like Slime Farmer or something like that. Did you really? And I, I looked at Jim that. Sterling. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I've got, like, terabytes because I got an external thing drive now, so I just download everything. I don't even care. And uh, <laughs> I've seen Jim Sterling play it, and I was like, oh, it looks really cute. All right, I'll download it. And then I didn't even open it. But they also had Bayonetta available for download, so I snagged that because I love me some Bayonetta. Absolutely, yeah. Um, And I've recently been playing a mobile game called Innocent. Have you heard of this? I have not. I'm intrigued. It's kind of it's kind of dark. It's like the what you described with a simple lost fold. Yeah, yeah. Um it's very similar style, so you're getting text messages. It's like it's live on your phone um and you've got to like solve puzzles in order to get to the next round. But the whole premise is that someone has messaged you that they've been captured by a serial killer or somebody that wants to hurt them. And they start messaging you to like save them and they're trying to send you pictures of where they are. And, you know, you're contacting your friends to try to get an idea of where that place is. And you have to do a Tetris style game to proceed to the next level. But it's a free to play game. Um, it's available on mobile. It's decent. I would say the Tetris does get really hard after a <laughs> while. Um, to the point where you it takes you a while to progress from a level to the next because you're waiting for your lives to recharge so you can play more Tetris. Um, but it's sort of interesting. There's some really cool photography in the game. It's like real life photography and everything like everything's stylized. It's very dark and like very noir. Um, and the story is quite interesting because it seems like there was a recent death in your family and you've got an ex-girlfriend that you're juggling and a friend who's like not very good at managing his life. And, you know, kind of text you throughout the story to keep things moving. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, but anyway, if you guys are interested, yeah, yeah, that, that part's a bit weird. And and the murderer themselves like messages you and says that the, the guy you're trying to save is actually the one who killed your sister or something seems like that might be the case. Um, and then I, I think there's going to be like a moral dilemma kind of down the road, but for free, if you are decent at Tetris and by decent, I mean better than I am. It's hard to explain. It's more like a block breaker game than Tetris because the pieces don't move. Right. But you know, you have to like match a row in order to clear the colors, that sort of game. Yeah. Um, but it does get quite hard as it goes on. And I sort of screwed up early on because I didn't understand that. And I thought that you get like some, some space bucks and some whatever for completing each round. So I thought, Oh, I'll just like chew through this and like save up a bunch of this money and whatever for later it doesn't really work like that. So if I have one piece of advice for people starting the game is just do it at the pace the game tells you to, because you don't want to go into the harder levels really quickly. (laughs) Okay. 
they do Fair get enough. hard. But it's an interesting game, and for free, it's called Innocent, and it's on Android, maybe iOS as well. I don't know. I don't have an iPhone, but yeah, people shouldn't have them anyway. So <laughs> it's um, pretty cool. It's I, well, game. I'm I'm definitely uh, looking. I'm, I actually think I'll download that. Um, free is definitely in my price range, so I can handle that. I agree. Um, <laughs> what have you been playing? I have uh, actually been playing quite a bit. Um, and I played uh, two games on two different systems. One I, I downloaded on Steam, and the other one uh, was uh, one I purchased from uh, Xbox Live. So <clears throat> I did not, I wasn't really that interested in in playing uh, any of the games on on Gold uh, right now. But I, I also didn't watch Jim Sterling's video on the Slime Rancher. I just watched. It's the... pretty cute. He's <laughs> like addicted to it. And maybe maybe it's one of those things that I that I would enjoy. It's just at first their trailer was just terrible, so there's just no way that I was interested in it based on the trailer. I was like, nope. And uh, Bayonetta, I never really did play, uh, but I would be interested in it. I just am running out of room on my hard drive, so I need a an external if I want to do this. So yeah, um, get the Seagate uh, one terabyte. It's like forty bucks. Oh, not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, they've gotten really cheap now. Does it have an, so, an external power source though? Or? You don't need it. It gets powered by the USB. Okay, because that's that's the only thing I was worried about. I have a, I have like a, five hundred gig or something, maybe a terabyte, but it has a it has an external power source, and that that's a pain in the no, in the no. butt. So no, the 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 little Seagate ones, they're like self-contained. They're about the size of a smartphone. And they're powered by their own USB, so that's, that's what we use one. on ours. It, it's brilliant. I just set it underneath the Connect, and it like lifts the Connect a little bit higher. Yeah, because our bed's quite high. So <laughs> now you need to do that then um, for myself, because that's kind of how my Connect set up now. It's set up in my bedroom um, for obvious reasons, folks. Um, so what have I been playing? <laughs> the awkward look on Amanda's face. Yes. Well, you know, they turn it on when they randomly want to. So it's not like you have any choice, uh, you know. Um, okay, I see. Yeah. I mean, I figured the, turn it on. I might. like to see. They might as well see something good for their money. <laughs> exactly. Get their money's worth. Bunch of people piled in bed watching Moana. Um, anyway, so like um, what I have been playing, though, I, I downloaded Pyre. Now, I heard a lot of. It's a good movie, by the way. Um, it is such a good movie. <laughs> uh, Sorry. No, it's fine. It is a good movie. Um, Rock is underrated as an actor. Um, and singing. He's voice. really good. Quite a lovely and singing are, voice. I really liked it. And also, I am shiny. And if I was going to be any sort of villain, it would definitely be the shiny villain. I can empathize <laughs> with that. It's really great. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's all very good. Um, I'm just going to mute myself and hum to myself quietly. Okay. I'll explain the ins and outs of the game Pyre. Um, now, I listened recently to another podcast, and that's actually how I heard about uh, that game. And so I got it downloaded on, on Steam. And uh, it's probably easier with a controller. I'm playing it with a computer uh, or with a keyboard right now. Um, but basically, and I'm only about a few hours into the game. Uh, but essentially, there's two parts to the game. The first part is is you awaken in purgatory, and purgatory in this world is is similar to that in the Catholic religion. Is basically you're between heaven and hell. You're trying to get released from it or find a way out of it. You uh, meet up with this this group uh, that is uh, it is made up of a a demon, female demon. A male looks like a former soldier, and then a talking dog that had a mustache. But I told him to shave it. Uh, this is your crew. This is your your group. And over the over or throughout the game, you meet other people that you can add to your your um, you know your traveling band of people. Uh, you you are going across this you know cell shaded. Really, I think the art art style is actually pretty cool. Uh, this this cell shaded landscape and this little bitty um, <laughs> uh, caravan, and you stop periodically. And basically, you have to perform these rites 
or this this ceremony at at the at where each of these star points are. So you have to find where in the cosmos this star is. You take your little caravan to that point on the map, and then you have to perform the rites. And the rites are kind of where the gameplay comes into effect. You have to play this. It's kind of like a soccer style, football style game. And I know in this fantastic world that makes literally no sense, and it's so hard to explain. But there's this, like, cosmic, it's like a cosmic ball or something, and it's dropped into the middle between the three of you and the other three. You have a pyre on either end, which is kind of like your end zone. Each of the three people that you have in your group has different skills. So you're the warrior demon female she's really slow but she has a really large aura around her if you don't have the ball then your aura will actually send them back to their pyre it's kind of like uh it's kind of like it kills them and they have to respawn if you have the the ball or what are the the uh cosmic ball or whatever your aura goes away so you're susceptible to anybody's aura for the most part um but you can jump you can throw it into the the pyre you can uh, if you're the little dog is actually really fast. So if you can get it with one of your characters, throw it to the dog and the dog can run really fast around him, then he can score. And all you have to do is run into the pyre and they throw it in there. Um, both ends start with about 100, whatever that means, like it's an arbitrary number or an arbitrary unit of measure. There's no unit of measure. But every time you score, it's like 15 to 20 off of that. So that's like your hit points. And um, if you beat them, you are able to proceed through the rites and like and the idea is I think if you beat enough of these you eventually will be released uh, from purgatory. I don't know. I also haven't lost yet, not to brag. But um so I don't know what happens when you lose. <laughs> <laughs> but when you win, um all is right with the world. Um I've picked up um I've picked up one new member to my crew. When you pick up a new member, apparently you can also use them in whenever you have to perform these rites, so you can actually switch. Is it a two live crew? Two live crew. Yes. Um, <laughs> it is much less explicit and, and more family friendly than that. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's a really good game. Honestly, I'll, I'll be my favorite part of the game right now is I mean I, I like the the uh, there are dialogue boxes. There's a lot of conversation that's had, like in between the rights, where you're going place to place, or you're dealing with merchants, or um, your characters. You learn more about them, and based on your conversation choices, it, you you find out more stuff about them as well. So, I mean, it's interesting. There's a bit of role. There's a RPG element to it, where you're developing your characters. You can increase their or change their characteristics so that they they have different characteristics on the field when you're doing the rights. Um, I can't believe you're enjoying a sport type game. But it's not. No, that's the this thing. It's like the, it's the closest the I can. Evolution. It's this. It's the closest I can. I can explain it or compare it to is a game like football. But it's really not like football. Um, and European I mean, or American football. I, kind of in a way, both. It's like the the way it's like no. the way it's like. Soccer there's no kicking. You know, there's no kicking. Um, well, then it's not like soccer, you doofus. Well, it's not like football <laughs> either because you can run. Well, I guess it's more like American football, much more like American football because you can run with the ball. Um, and if you're really fast, you don't have to worry about touching any of them. Uh, but you can just either throw it in or just run around them and get to the pyre. But, it sounds like skulls on Halo. That's what it sounds like. It, 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 skulls. It, yeah, in if you get an opportunity, just look at look at a, a gameplay video on on YouTube or something. Maybe there's something that you can see that would do it justice. Because I'd feel like I'm not, and even he was doing no justice to this game when I heard the first explanation of it. But his endorsement of it uh, was was high enough that I was like, you know what, I'm going to check it out anyway. Um, and the music is fantastic. In fact, I kind of regret at this point not getting the the upgraded version of the game on steam because you get the soundtrack with it and i typically don't give a crap about soundtracks um even though i like gameplay and, and video game music I, i'm you know i'm not enough to buy the soundtrack and this is one where i've really enjoyed the music enough it's just kind of ethereal 
it's 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 difficult to explain to. But I rec I highly recommend the game if you're it's the that the skill portion of that I think is on our level, Amanda. <laughs> I am better than you. I, don't I know. think you will find when we do our stream because I'm pretty good. Well, it's a, so if, if it's on my level, up. it's definitely on your level. Then how about that? You're damn right. So I think that I think that I would I enjoy it. I, I really think you'd enjoy it. It's not just on PC, so I think you can get it on. You might be able to get it on Xbox as well. Um, I'd just look for it if you could. It's a it's a good game. It's enjoyable. It's not that expensive. I think it was like fifteen bucks. Or something like that. Um, so that was the first game I played. Second game I played on Xbox Live, and I'm a, I don't know how far I'm into it, uh, but it's this is one you will not play. I'm quite sure. Uh, this is Thimbleweed Park. Thimbleweed Park is a. I mean, it's it doesn't even take up a gig on your heart. It drive. sounds like. It, well, it's <laughs> it's it's tongue in cheek. The whole game is tongue in cheek. So, it's a it's very much Monkey Island. Uh, Oh no! Yeah, in, no. In terms really. of the humor, and term, but the humor is the, I, I like the humor in this one better. It's even more breaking the fourth wall. So hashtag you, fourth wall. You start yeah hashtag fourth wall. You have you you start out in in Thimbleweed Park as the murdered victim. This is not a spoiler. This is literally how the game starts. You walk down and you're and. You're supposed to meet somebody. You came from your hotel. You walk all the way down to Dimbleweed Park to under the bridge. And there's this hobo under the bridge who's drinking whiskey. And you can talk to him. You can try to take his whiskey or whatever. I, I couldn't get him to give it to me. Um, then you, in your inventory, you have a letter that says you're, you know, to meet. You're supposed to meet somebody there. And uh, down below the river. or And you're supposed to turn the light off above the sign whenever uh, you get there to let them know that you're that you're uh, you've arrived and it's you well there is no off switch so you have to fumble around and find a rock and then you have to get the rock and then in your inventory you take it and then you have to use the rock against the light and that breaks the light and then you have to walk over to um the entrance to the sewer which is far right screen you know and it's a side scrolling type deal so you walk, 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 walk. You eventually get there, and your back is turned. And as your back is turned, somebody hits you over the head, and then they slowly drag you back into the bushes, and then it cuts from there. And then it cuts back to these two. Apparently, they're both FBI detectives or something, and uh, they are um, investigating this this murder. So they're standing above the murdered victim. And uh, and that's where your story really begins. Um, the beginning part with the and, murder victim. And that's you. And that's you. Well, you play both of them. You play both of those characters. So you can switch I between mean, the two. You shouldn't go into bushes. That's a general <laughs> rule I live you by. Shouldn't go to I should also bridges. warn the... Uh, yeah. Just bushes are a bad idea. Bushes are a bad idea. Uh, bushes next to sewers are worse. Um. Yeah, and so I yeah, well, no one's saying he didn't deserve it at this point. Um but in but in the city of Thimbleweed Park, uh which is a quirky city that um it, it it's just got a it's got really good tongue in cheek humor. Um it's a it's a puzzle game slash uh you know, where it's a puzzle game uh where an adventure game where you're having to find items in your inventory, use them with each other, use them on your environment. So it's definitely old school. Uh, the the graphics uh, <laughs> leave something to be desired, but that's also part of it. Um, I think that's part of the charm of the game. If you like adventure games, I think you'd really like it. Uh, I'm not. I haven't finished it yet, um, but uh, I don't anticipate it's going to take a real long time to finish. Um, so, but I, I've enjoyed it. And right now, I've only met. I know that there's five, maybe six characters that that are playable. I've only run into three at this point. Two of them are the detectives. The next one that you re run into is a clown, and the clown is yeah. it's the clown from the local <laughs> uh, from the local circus, and uh, the local circus. Yeah, that that, that apparently thing. doesn't ever leave. I think it's just in town. He's just the, the clown from Thimbleweed Park. So. 
No, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good. You should try it. At the very least, I think, I mean, I do sincerely uh, recommend Pyre. Uh, Thimbleweed Park is definitely, it's one of those, it's an acquired taste. And I don't, if you don't like adventure games, you won't enjoy it at all. You know, so. I don't think so, anyway. The, you might enjoy watching somebody play it, especially if they know. Otherwise, it'll be incredibly frustrating to watch somebody. How do I get this rock to combine with this piece of paper to make, uh, you know, you know, and they're just like you're fumbling around like a monkey in a football, and you just wish that they would figure it out, you know. Just do the one thing. Oh, just no, do the one thing. Awful. Yeah. So. Just do the one thing. Why can't you do it? I should warn you. I've. I may have drunk a whole bottle of wine. I'm not going to lie. Feeling pretty good. <laughs> then this next part ought to be good. Well, the rest of this ought to be good. I mean, all of this should be gold. <laughs> Drunk podcast. That's right. Those are the best ones. Those were always some <laughs> of my best. But see, the thing is, is where you are, where I am, it's it's too early in the morning for me to be having, have already had a bottle of wine. Maybe a glass, but not a bottle of wine. No, we had we had a lovely spread. I made foie gras. Yes, I did. Classy dish. Did you hear that? <laughs> Most of the listeners yeah. don't even know what that is. Yeah. So anyone who has ethical problems with force feeding geese, it's bloody delicious. So get over it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I just said that because I didn't know what it was and I wanted you to explain it. So it is fatty goose liver or, or oh, duck liver. Oh, that's what you, what you wanted get. last week. Yeah, and I bought some, and it's totally worth it. <laughs> it was magnificent. Magnificent. Well, before uh, the wine sits in, let's get to our first segment here. <laughs> <laughs> what games, now that we're midway, actually more than midway through the year, what games are you most looking forward to playing? Um, we're pretty much winding down the year, but a lot of games are left to come out. So 2017, which games are you most excited to play, Amanda? this point forward well a lot of the games i was excited to play this year have already come out i was looking forward to mass effect um and you know it slightly disappointed but i was still looking forward to it yeah. um here's the four four it's great i enjoyed it it was fantastic i think the only two games that i'm still looking forward to that have yet to come out are um the first one would be wolfenstein 2 or free, or oh God, I don't know what we're on. Um, geez, that's it's a lot, definitely the it's, sequel uh, to the new, the the newest iteration. So. The new order, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a sequel to the new order. Um, but it is apparently Nazis plus KKK equals epic destruction. Oh wow! Um, and, yeah, and so I'm quite looking forward to that. It looks really good. Um, and I will add it on my queue to be, you know, get it on launch day if I can. And then the other one that I'm looking forward to is actually a blast from the past because I haven't played one of these games in maybe 10 years. And yeah. it's uh, Crackdown 3. Um, oh, yeah. And I really enjoyed Crackdown 1. Crackdown 2, uh, it just, just kind of felt a bit contrived. Mm. Uh, it was kind of tedious. I, I didn't really feel like they built upon it. And... My memory doesn't serve very well, but I remember thinking, wasn't this better in the first game? Some of the elements, like, you know, the destructible elements and things like that, I feel were better in the first game or not much improved in the second game. Um, but I'm looking forward to Crackdown 3. I want to see what they've done with it. I've not watched a lot about it because I kind of want to be surprised by what I get. Um, I guess that's because I don't pay 60 quid for my games, so I am <laughs> renting them. So, yeah. you know, I don't have a whole lot of skin in the game as far as if it doesn't, you know, if it doesn't live up to the height. Oh, your hair back. Um, exactly. But I do remember it being really fun to play. The bazooka was amazing. Like, the missions were good, and they were really quick as well. Just so I'm hoping it's something bazooka, like... Bazooka. I mean, bazooka. that's my own. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so I'm hoping I can kind of fit it in with my other more regular games or like larger games, but that's, those are the two that I'm still looking forward to this year. But we, there are quite a few games coming out, but most of them seem to be on PS4. So I'm kind of out of the loop. Right, right. Well, 
and if you don't have a PS4, then I guess there's just no hope for you, right? I mean, you don't, you only, you only have a myopic view of gaming. Uh, myopic view, alright. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I know whatever we hit. That's there you true. Go. And I, and, and you know what? The fact that y'all keep taunting how, how poorly I'm performing so far in that game. Uh, to my credit, I'm only level six, so or seven. I mean, my, I'm level fifty, so yeah, I'm level seven, and uh, and I, yeah, so that's about as much as I've really played it. And I'm, I get to the point where it's like it's it's comical that I don't really contribute anything to the boss battles or the raids. I try, I've done my best to try, but yeah, so far. Have you tried? You haven't even. You're not even on the board yet. Well, as between the three of us, I'm way, I'm third. Y'all are at like f- a half a million, and I'm at 34,000. So, so we, yeah, that's about where I am with that. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's Everwing, but we're not talking about that. Why well, you got to bring up old stuff? Um, we're talking about stuff from this point forward uh, in, in 2017. So... I didn't really, I mean, I played Wolfenstein, the first one, and I, I enjoyed it, but the, one of the things I did not like is the fact that it was, I couldn't tell if it was trying to be a stealth shooter or a shooter or whatever, because any time that I ever got caught, like they saw me, it was like there was a never-ending, I didn't know many times what the ultimate objective was in some of the games, like, so I, I didn't finish, I didn't finish it, I did really enjoy it, I still have it. Um, Kill Nazis. Yeah, I mean, and that's the bottom line. I mean, you're killing Nazis, and uh, who can't get behind that for the most part? So, but you know, with the I liked the alternate timeline. I liked the I liked the story for the most part. Um, I just some of the sometimes the game des, or the level design. I had a hard time figuring out what the ultimate objective was. Am I supposed to stealth through this? Um, sometimes I had a hard time telling where the enemies were, so I'd get spotted really easy. Um, or really quickly, or at inopportune times, which is, all of those are bad. Um, doesn't matter when you get spotted. Uh, but I wouldn't be able to tell if I was hidden or not, so it was frustrating. I still thought the game was good, though. So this game, I've heard they've improved a lot of, of things. Uh, I don't know if it's any of the issues that I had that they've improved, but I would look forward to playing it. But that is not on my list. Uh, and Crackdown definitely is not on my list. I did not enjoy the first one that much. Um... It was I it, for what it was. It was great. It just again, it didn't, it, it didn't, uh, it did not blow my hair back. So it was. Uh, I, I liked the you know the the idea that you could get all these skills and these because um, chicks dig skills, uh, and you could jump from building to building and smash things and all that stuff was fine. But I it just I don't know. Maybe it was the time I was playing oh, it, but it was. It was a long time ago, so when that first game came out, so I didn't even try Crackdown Two. For me, uh, the the first one that I would like to play uh, that's coming out, I'm really looking forward to is uh, this next Uncharted uh, that's coming out this month in August. Um, it is, to my to my knowledge, it's just kind of a continuation of of the story, but instead of it being with you know with uh, Oh, how can I forget his name? The uh, Nathan Drake. Yeah, Nathan Drake. Well, I was going to say Drake. I don't even Fortune. have a PS4. You lose so much cred right now. I know. Well, I haven't so had my coffee yet either. Laugh. So, if that ma- if that makes any difference, she's had a bottle of wine. I haven't had any coffee yet. Um, I'm winning. <laughs> um. So yeah, so anyway, so Nathan Drake and 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 I guess I was thinking of Sir Francis Drake, who is one of the character or who is uh, one of the uh, one of the people that you pursue to get their fortune, you know. And so I, and then I forget that they're supposedly or supposed to be related, um, unless you've played the fourth one, and then you get to learn everything about Nathan Drake's history. No spoilers here. Um, but anyway, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, because it, it is a continuation of of the of the series of of that world, and from what I've understand, it's like a full Uncharted game. You know, it's not just like they did with uh, The Last of Us, where they added on to it, and it was you know it was substantial gameplay, but it was not like a full game. And this is supposed to be uh, 
this is supposed to be like a full a full game. So the Lost Legacy, uh, and I, I yeah, like I said, I think it's with Chloe, uh, Chloe and Nadine uh, are the the two characters Nadine. that you play. So I'm looking forward to that. That's my first one. The second uh, second game that I'm really looking forward to playing is, and this is and this is really the 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 last one I think I'm going to get to play. Uh, I'll tell you about my third one, but my second one is Star Wars Battlefront Two. Um, I because and the only reason now that I want to play this because I felt so burned by the first one. The only reason I want to play this one is because they've added a campaign, and the campaign they've added an actual single player and with a story, and supposedly it's like well now that the Death Star's blown up, what do you do as a someone in the empire you know you're a part of the empire how do you manage now that you know your major weapon was destroyed and uh, i don't know much more about the story than that i really have tried not to spoil it too much for myself um but all the initial feedback i've heard has been really good uh they've made even the hero characters when you get a chance to play them they've made them a little bit more flawed so that there's not this imbalance uh between some of the characters uh they also made it less random, so that you could actually, you knew if you were going to be Boba Fett uh, instead of randomly becoming one of those. If you, I don't know, did you ever play Battlefront, Amanda? Okay, that was a no. Um, she did not play. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was a head shake. That was a head shake. If you couldn't hear that, um, yeah, she did not play it, and so I had a lot of issues with it. Um, that, you know, being just one of the many, uh, at my average lifespan was less than a minute, usually in that game. And I think that would, goes for most people. It's like you just couldn't stay alive for very long. Um, and lots of death and lots of respawn and stuff like that. So anyway, I, I just, but I'm just not a, a proponent. I'm not a supporter of games that are just strictly online for the most part. If it's just multiplayer and there's no story to it, yeah, granted, I know the story to Star Wars pretty well. But that's not. I, I wanted to play a game that was a little had a little bit more depth. Um, so I, I I bought it, I played it, and I was disappointed. But I am looking forward to the changes and the improvements they made on this one. So that's my second. Oh, Star Wars Battlefront? You mean Star Wars Laser, Lasers Pew Pew? Yeah, yes. that game sucked. Yeah, it did suck. Yeah. Thank you. I thought you meant Battlefront, like the shooter Battlefront. I did. That's like, the one. Yeah, it is the no, shooter. No, like actual Battlefront, not Star Wars Battlefront. Like actual. Oh no 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 no. Yeah, yeah. that's all I thought no, you were talking about. The Star Wars one. Yeah. Either way, you did not like it, right? No, it wasn't for me. And uh, like when you play as one of the main named characters, you're yeah. either overpowered or you can't even get close. There's yeah. like two options. Yeah, you get to be Leia, who has a shield, or you can be Darth Vader, who's just a tank and <laughs> destroys everyone, you know. And so, yeah, yeah. Or you could be the the emperor, who kind of he flies kind of like a witch from place to place, and then shoots people with force lightning. I don't know. It was this time you get to be Darth Maul, you get to be Boba Fett, and they improved Boba Fett's powers a little bit to where he's not as his his uh. You feel more like a bounty hunter. You feel more like you should. Um, I think if you were Boba Fett, you know, if I put myself in Boba Fett's shoes. Uh, the last game, which is a game I'm probably not going to get to play, is um, Super Mario Odyssey, which is supposed to be released this year. Um, I really... Ooh, direct Evan <laughs> 5000. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm broken, and, and I've already I've drank the Kool-Aid for Nintendo, so it's too late for me. But... Uh, I do want the game. I do want the the system, and I can't get one. Um, I'm not actively pursuing it to the point where it's like I'm going to get the first one that's available. What I typically do is if I'm at a at a location that that sells Nintendo Switches, if I'm at Target, if I'm at Best Buy, or even at Walmart, I will always go look just to see if they have it. Because if they do, I'll probably buy one. Um, if they if I look online and somebody has a package. That's retail price and not hiked up because they're scalping it. Then I'll usually I'll probably buy that too because they've got some pretty good packages where you can get two Joy Cons and a game, and it ends up costing about the same. Actually, you get a Joy Con basically for free. Um, 
So I, yeah, I would like to I'd like to get one, but it it looks like especially with the the holiday season, they'll release some and they'll be popular because it's holiday, and I still won't get one. So I probably still won't get to play that game. But I would like to. I've heard really good things about it as well. I've seen a lot of, of uh, initial, you know, uh, impressions of the game. So I'm looking. I'm looking forward to getting to watch other people play that game. Basically, that's what I'm saying with that. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Well, that topic is brought I to you by you. our sponsor. Exactly. Well, you're not going to get it anyway. But no. you might get this. Audible.com. Hey, you over there with the earbuds in and literally not listening to anything, why don't you enrich your life and check out Audible's trial service by heading to audibletrial.com slash Toddcast and receive a free audiobook and 30-day trial to check out their service. Amanda, what's our book this week? It is the audiobook original Ready Player One. Uh, based on the dice. Yeah, based on a dystopian future where citizens are forced to live in a virtual reality just to escape the state of the present. Narrated by Will Bloody Wheaton. It is 15 hours and 40 minutes. I didn't know Will Wheaton was... I have that book. Will Wheaton. The actual book. I know that one day those will be, you know, so... Will Wheaton. Sorry, I had a donut in my mouth. You can head over to audibletrial.com slash podcast to get that free <laughs> title now. Or you can choose from over 180,000 other titles today. Support us by heading to audibletrial.com slash podcast and get your free 30-day trial started today. Topic two. If you could do a sequel to your favorite game, what character, lore, or world would it revolve around? I'm ready for this one. Yeah. Fantastic. Yes. Well, I mean, I will, I will give you one guess. You know exactly where I would want to be. It's going to be in Dragon like, Age. So. It's definitely going to be in Dragon Age. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm obsessed with Zevran because I totally am. Yes. And yeah. like, he has a very interesting backstory. So, I would love to see a game where you play as Zevran and you get to experience his life in Antiva. So essentially, he was the son of a prostitute. Like, well, she wasn't originally a prostitute, but she went into prostitution to like pay off her debts. He was like raised around a bunch of prostitutes in a brothel. Um, then he got drafted into the house, um, Aaron and I, and they like paid off the rest of the debt for his mother. And, basically um, like House then, Lannister. Basically. Uh, and then he ended up going and working for the Antivan Crows. And you find out like later that the Antivan Crows were the ones who, it was a contract kill to kill his father. So basically his whole life like would have been completely different if that contract had never been made. Like he would have grown up with a dad and you know, whatever. And I just think that his like sort of swashbuckling ways and you know, being from Antiva and that whole sort of like southern Spain kind of culture would be very interesting in a game, just visually. And he's a really cool character. And I think like um, a sort of Genesis story of him would be quite interesting. And it's a shame they haven't made it, but if they're listening, there you go. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yeah, I don't know that much about that lore, so I definitely couldn't speak much on it. Um if it, if I had well, you may be able to you may be able to guess what world at least um, that I would choose if I could set if a game was set or if I could revolve around a particular lore. Um, you may be able to guess what it is. I'll give you I'll give you at least one. One good. Is one it going to be guess. Final Fantasy? That would have been a good guess. The only problem with Final Fantasy is that most most for the most part most of the games aren't really connected in any way. So, um, although you could like take one, yeah, I think maybe one of the game or two of the games might be connected as like actual sequels. Um, but for the most part, those games are disconnected and, and uh, I might would like to see some of that lore. I mean, but I, I love that world and everything. That's a good guess, but no, that's that, that would not be it. Um, well then no, I don't know. Okay. Well, it will be, it would in fact be star Wars. Um, and I think if that I that is cheating, that's like a whole subgenre of nerddom. You can't choose Star but gonna, Wars. But I'm going to pick a game in that world 
that has a well i i I, that's why i like to go second because then i can (laughs) well then i choose star trek you wanker well well, which which star trek what like and what air you know it has to be based on a game that was already in that in that lore or in that world there's been a game of like everything there's been a bajillion star trek games yeah but good ones I don't know. Star Trek Online's all right, as I discussed in a previous podcast. It's fucking all right. It's all right. Well, I want I want to play more. I want to see more about Revan from the Old Republic. I want to see what happened between the the time that he supposedly either either uh, fixed the world after he defeated Malik, or you know, because you made a choice. If you played the Old Republic, and I'm going to spoil this for anyone who hasn't played the Old Republic in the last 20 years, um, you've played it. So if you haven't played it, it's I too have. bad. It's too bad. It's fun. You have an option. It's been to, 20 years. Like, yeah, fine. it's been 20 years. If you if you you can either be bad or good the way that you you handle uh, Malik and and all of your choices up to that point, you still can save yourself. You don't have to be evil. Um, but, uh, and I chose, I think I chose to be good. I think I did both of them actually, just so I could see the ending, um, for both of them. But if, you know, if you were good or if you were bad, uh, what happened after that? Because Revenant to me was such an interesting character and they did such a good job of, of that twist of you being Revan and everybody kind of, basically everybody was fucking with you the whole time and not telling you the truth. And then all of a sudden... You know, and it's like it's kind of like they did in in um, in Star Wars, where they were with Anakin, I guess, where they were they knew the answers, but they just wanted you to figure it out for yourself. I, I guess that's the best thing. Or at least the Jedi did, and the and the evil portion or the Sith were like, you know, embrace who you are, and and uh, when you finally find out that you are Revan, that you kind of have a decision to make at that point who you're who you're going to be ultimately. Um, I just think that in that world and in with those characters in particular, there's so much freedom that they can that they have. Now, I don't have as much in depth as uh, of a background necessarily as you do with with the Dragon Age, but I think there's every bit as much lore and every bit as much freedom to take. That there character. definitely is. It's it's bloody Star Wars. You've cheated. Also, I thought you were <laughs> going to go like the Mandalorian side, so, nice. so well, I'm at this... least a little surprised. Well, good. At least there's a little bit of surprise, and and uh, with the Mandalorian, uh, yeah, I, I would, I definitely would love to see something like that too. But, um, but just know that we haven't gotten that far from that. Eventually, there will be some Mandalorian game that's going to be in the featured favorites. So, um, all it, it, my featured favorites cannot be all Star Wars. That's a rule I made for myself. So, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Just ninety percent, sir. Well, just ninety percent, yeah. But I would, I'd like to see more. And and if if the only, if the only thing that I could get, and, and again, the question really was, what character, lore, or world would it revolve around? I really just want more of the Old Republic. I want m- more of that. That's not the online game. Uh, I thought the I online... want to know about Twi'leks. There's not enough about them. I want to see their world. Like I want to get what their culture is about because there's not really a lot about that. There, there isn't in the cartoon nerd. In the cartoon, there is uh, in the Clone Wars cartoon. They go onto a planet. I do not think it is their planet, but they do go to a planet. Uh, Anakin does um, to rescue a lot of Twi'leks and eventually one of them who is the leader uh, becomes a big general in the books and goes on to help liberate a lot of their people because their people were enslaved they've generally a lot of their people much like the Wookiees they were enslaved and the and the women typically went into the sex trade um, and because they were highly desired across the galaxy nerd um Nerd. Yeah, I know exactly. So, but there isn't a lot about the Twi'leks, and so it would be good to know more about them. They are kind of a an iconic look and an iconic uh, race in that world. So, that, yeah, I think that would be interesting to learn more about them. The Mandalorians are interesting because you don't even have to be born on Mandalore to technically become a Mandalorian. You can 
kind of just adopt their society and their way of life and become a Mandalorian. So, Amanda, if you wanted to, you could become a Mandalorian. All you have to do is renounce your ways as a citizen of the United Kingdom and or whatever. And start cruising Mos Espa in my DeLorean. In your DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're mixing up the uh, Ready, Ready Player One book and uh, the Mandalorian. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. Well, good. More Star Wars and more Dragon Age. So put that in your juice box. So. Yeah. Yeah. Topic. Our final topic of the day, and, and as it always is, is our featured favorite, where we discuss one of our favorite games of all time and add it to our running list to eventually uh, you know, publish so that you can all see how much better our list is than yours. So, Amanda, what is your <laughs> featured favorite, because mine's all Star Wars, what's, what's your featured favorite game of the week? Uh, the my featured favorite of the year of, of all of time. The game of, of the week time. of the year. Uh, so my feature favorite for this week is Rainbow Six Vegas 2. Um, nice. I never played the original any like Rainbow Sixes that I remember, and so this is my first introduction to that you know part of the Tom Clancy saga. But I remember it, it's a two-player co-op if I'm not misremembering it. Um, it is Xbox 360, so it was a long time ago. But I remember it was really fun and quite tactical like you if you had a good partner to play with you guys could kind of go down opposite sides of a room and clear different sides and you know use explosives and you could really coordinate um and it wasn't as stealthy as other tom clancy games tend to be so you could kind of play it your way i just remember it being really fun i don't remember much about the story but i remember the couch co-op really being a good experience so that's why it's on my list of uh, excellent and featured favorites featured favorite yeah did you ever play socom no i didn't yeah i uh that was my initial introduction to kind of that world or the couch co-op and the clans and we'd go online as a group and um of course i've never been good at them so i was not uh highly desired desired clan member uh but good thing i had good friends that didn't really care how bad i was but anyway so uh, all that is <laughs> I, I didn't really play that particular game again because I, I wasn't as good at it it didn't really appeal to me but i have heard good things about it couch co-op games are always um, I think are always fun if you've got someone to play with, especially especially if you're not good. Uh, but the idea that you could make it more realistic and you could go into a building and clear a building, I think that's uh, I think that's pretty cool. That that would make that game definitely worth worth a shot. For me, I'm gonna go even farther back and uh, into the. You could have played it on the on the Super Nintendo or the Sega Genesis. But I'm going to go back to Tecmo Super Bowl 2. It's my first sports game and probably my only sports game. I've never even list. heard of that. Tecmo Bowl was the first iteration that came out in the arcades 100 million years ago in the 80s. Um, when you could actually, well, you, you could, I mean, you played it in the arcade. And it was, you know, you versus an opponent. Uh, when you... When you would get tackled or, or whatever, or where somebody was coming to tackle you, all you had to do was wiggle the remote as fast as you possibly could. It's kind of like you were trying to shake them off. And if you could do that fast enough, you really couldn't be tackled. Um, if you could do that faster than they could push the button, you couldn't be tackled. And so I guess that's good or bad or for whatever it's worth. Uh, that was a mechanic in the game. Well, that kind of translated to uh, to the the console version of it. And so when, they, when you would play it, uh, that was one aspect of it. But the, the thing that set this game apart from everything else was the idea that you could actually pick a team, an actual NFL team, American football, not not European, and you could start with, you could either create a character, and you could create yourself on the team. Uh, you could, uh, I, I don't think you could trade players at that point, but they did have injuries. Uh, they kept up with stats over time. Uh, you know, that eventually you get to a point where you'd even have to retire, I think, because you were you had so many injuries or you'd played for so long. Um, yeah, and I think there actually was trades. You could actually do trades. But 
But the gameplay was good enough. The games were short enough that you could get a bunch of games in, and and the score wasn't ridiculous. You know, I mean, you weren't scoring like sixty or seventy points a game. The the scores would be realistic, uh, even if the quarters were only five minutes long. It, it is a co-op game, so it's you versus, uh, you know, your friend or, or me and my brother nice. actually growing up. We would just play seasons where we he would play in, in, like, the AFC. I'd play in the NFC. We would play a whole season over the course of a weekend and then play in the Super Bowl, you know, um, and play against each other and, and stuff like that. It was a lot of fun to or even do it with because uh, I was a kid at the time. You would have I'd have a bunch of friends over and we, you know, over the course of the weekend or the course of a night, we just play tournaments where you know you'd have to draw what team you got and which sucks um dub bears dub bears dub bears dub bears and uh yeah anyway so it was is a good game it's probably one of the best uh examples of a a sports game because you could create a team or create yourself um and and play that person throughout it was the first time i think that you were able to actually do that uh you could have done something similar Back in on the NES days with uh, baseball stars, where you could actually create a player, uh, you could play teams and you earned money. You could buy other players, and so there was kind of some realism there with with the way that you deal with general management uh, in sports. But that's not really sexy. That's not really exciting in terms of gameplay for me. I didn't come to micromanage the team. You know, I came to play. And to get better and to play. You know, I didn't really want to deal with the financial Came side. I'm here to chew bubble gum. And kick, kick ass. ass. And I'm all out of gum. <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyway, Tecmo Super Bowl two, one of the greatest sports games that's ever come out. It should be on everyone's sports list, at the very least, if not their greatest games, even Amanda's. High praise. High, high praise indeed. Well, that wraps up this episode of Retro Rebel Gamecast. I want to thank Amanda for this week's discussion. All the notes this week's for this week's episode will be posted on our site, templeofgeek.com. If you like this and want to see more from us, you can support us on Patreon at patreon slash templeofgeek. Any questions or comments, feel free to email us at retrorebel at templeofgeek.com. Please head over to iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you download and rate us because that really helps our show. Until the next time, 